at the sound of my voice was originally created for me to verbalize my poetry. Initially, when I first began writing, it was a way for me to escape. To use words to create a different outcome when whatever was happening in my life wasn't what I wanted it to be. Well, you know how the mind works. Once your imagination starts to run, if you let it run long enough, you might end up somewhere new. I've always been one a desire to inspire mental as well as a physical stimulation with my work. With this platform, I want to introduce the most seductively, prolifically diverse, widest array of poetry and scripted stories that will arouse the audience's intellect and hopefully provide a newness in their perspectives. Now, at the sound of my voice, let's go. search of a passion that's passionate for your passion as much as you are. You give of yourself to a fault that's too far. Thinking and wanting for a stronger hope that's by far. A contradiction of your wishes that are worn by your intuition. That glisten off of the aura of only her surface. Nervously accepting what your heart has cautioned you before. You explore more deeply, ignoring the seeping of red smoke-like flags that stop plays from moving forward. Still you press on and inward, into and past, within her to last. You watch her indulge, submitting to your verbs. As the tempo increases, you increase your sways. You lift and you shift her, convince her, hoping to win her, in the midst of praying to begin her, knowing damn well that there's a better chance that you will never have her. Still you thrust on, the sky's limits are so close. The time speeds on as you stay on your toes. Her full breasts that sit atop of your chest, her ass that splits as she sits on your dick. You can't explain your knowledge of her, neither can she. You'd rather embrace your ignorance, because the significant truth is that she will, one day, be only in your remembrances. for comfort and assurance that this wasn't just a dream. I leaned in for her reassurance and lifted her with him still very much pressing onward within her depths. As she held onto my neck, her sway caught the gyration of his curve and she inhaled deeply, with her mouth wide and eyes closing as tightly as possible. I raised her just to the tip for an adjustment before lowering her by the waist to follow his curve down to his base. Rome, she said in a low voice. Yes, I asked if I could feel her lady clenching. I'm cut. And that's where we stopped. It's, uh, it's funny, the title that is. Uh, but wait comes from 
the idea that it's almost like when you're like, hey, hey, wait, 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 but you really don't know what to say in that moment. It's like you're trying not to get trying to get that person not to leave or you're hoping that they try to stop you from leaving once you've gotten in your head that you're going to have enough courage to actually go when you know you should go. And the but wait never comes. It's also one of those times as to where you stop yourself from leaving or you don't stop them from leaving, but you don't stop yourself from trying to reach out either once they're gone. You know, there there are relationships that we're in that we know what it is. And it's almost like as long as you don't say it, then you can avoid the conversation or you can avoid the effects of the other person becoming aware. And the silliest thing I've ever heard is for people to think that just because you don't say it, that is not so. Or when you say it, it makes it worse or something. It, it is what it is. You know, a lot of times, and I myself have been in that situation where just like, you know, but Wade describes, you're in a space or a position where you're, <laughs> you're deep inside of a situation, so to speak, and you're knowing that once it's done, you don't want them to go. But the probability of them staying is more so, you know, in favor of them actually leaving. The, the probability is very small. So in the event that they do stay, it's, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's feeding false hopes. It's giving you a headspace that you've been hoping for and thinking about, but really, okay, they're tired. Maybe you handled your business as a man and, you know, they're just tired. So for them, they know that it's there. They're going to go to sleep. They're going to relax. They're going to chill out for however long, but not long enough for you to really have the idea that it's more than what just happened. And sometimes there are even situations as to where people will sell you that dream as if it is more than what it is because of how it sounds when you say it out loud. I've been in situations where um, that's all it was. I knew that was all it was. But still, the person themselves were very interesting. You know, I wasn't going to pursue anything more, but I really wanted to know more about the person. But that's just who I am. You know, even when I wasn't exactly, you know, in the mood to be attached, there was still this intrigue about people wanting to get to know them better, to see who they are, to see how I need to move and how I need to deal with them. So when I did have feelings for someone, it was amplified, it was magnified to a great height. And sometimes I was able to keep those feelings at bay. Other times I wasn't. Uh, hell, I've even been played by exes, you know, trying to get too involved, thinking it was more than it was. And when I say exes, I don't mean while we were together. I'm like after the fact, you know, there was something about that person that attracted you. And you kind of went backwards in the moment you didn't you didn't necessarily rekindle the relationship but you rekindled a part of it and for you it was more like okay well maybe this could work but there's just that part of you that they missed and there's this in that there's a certain familiarity this certain comfort that they get from you so for them it was well if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this here or 
if I really want to be satisfied, I'm going to go here. You knowing this, but you still play into the situation in itself. And a lot of times we just, we need to turn it off. Sometimes we don't know how. Um, sometimes it's even like that in relationships that people won't even admit it. You know, you get to a point in your relationship as to where it's a one-sided situation. You know it's that, but it's almost like as long as you get the part that you're looking for, then you allow them to treat you a certain way. You allow them to be a certain way. And that's inside of a relationship where you two are more than just intimate. You're, you're close. Um, and for that person... You know, if they've been up front or if they've let you know some things, you know, it's not totally on them. It's also on you. You know, you can't expect a person to change because you want them to change. You can't expect it to be more than you already know it is. You just have to make the hard decision and say, okay, well, I don't care how good this is or how good it feels. You got to step away from it. Because sometimes those situations are the biggest ego boosters. They're the ones that make you feel like, man... You know, I can call this person at this point and it's almost like even when they don't answer, you know, at some point they will. And when they do, it's like, oh, OK, cool. This going to happen. And it's like you always leave the light on for them, so to speak. The door is always open. And as long as they know that door is always open, they're always going to know that they can walk in it when they feel like it. That's in or out of a relationship, because as long as that door stays there then they're like, okay, well, I don't want to walk in it when he calls. I don't want to walk in it when she calls. I'm going to go when I feel like it. And sometimes sometimes the silliest thing happens in their minds. They're like, eh, I don't want to do it just simply because he called me or simply because he texted me. It's like they want it on their terms, although they probably want to be in that position as much as you do, but they've conditioned themselves to be standoffish. They've conditioned themselves to... Um, I wouldn't say play hard to get, but condition themselves to say no. Because there are different levels of pleasure. There are different levels of satisfaction emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically. So for them or anybody like that, they get that stimulation. They get that emotional perseverance or that, that climax of some sort off of saying no. When in reality, they know how it's going to feel. They know what it means. But whether they're ready for it or not, that's where they are. And sometimes you got to pretty much push away and say no to the very thing that you hope for. Just to see if it's going to be something that's going to even make sense for you later on. Um, that's the butt weight piece. Um, then there's convergency and omission. Uh, that's actually an excerpt from my book, Convergency Volume 1. Um, it's written by me and my co-author, my very good friend, Lady B. Um, we published it some years ago, and um, I don't know, I just decided to really start marketing it and letting people know that the body of work exists. It's really a great body of work. And when I wrote that piece, it, it actually came to me long before we wrote the book, because I was really writing pieces about the book. That would, that would ultimately go into the book, you know, sometime before. And when I had the notion or the idea to even put the book together, I just started adding pieces and different things like that. And once the book came together, that became the main story. 
And I thought this was fitting to go with But Wait, because the original title wasn't But Wait. There really was no title. And when I came up with the title, I decided, okay, let me go ahead and add this to this, because honestly, the, the intermission is almost the explanation in itself. But one thing about me, when I write, I write based on how I think, how I feel, and I honestly couldn't talk to people the way I think because it would sound like I'm trying to compose something. I, I can honestly take any situation and make it sensual, make it something that's intimate. It's not always a sexual thing with me. You know, I know I speak about it a lot, but it's not really the sexual aspect of it because if you listen to the intro it's when you find someone that's passionate about your passion as much as you are that simply means that the things that you're passionate about the things that make you smile the things that drive you that you're motivated by when you find someone that looks at you in that way it's it's hard to step away from that because it's almost like um and i wouldn't know personally but basically chasing that first high when you hear that person say those things and they seem so interested and intrigued, you want to basically give of yourself to them. Because a lot of people don't really understand sex is more than just about the intercourse part of it. But that is almost like the ultimate when it gets to that point. You get the conversation, you get the caresses, you get the connection and everything like that. But that leads up to the part that is ultimately the intercourse. And that intercourse part it's so diluted when it comes to the conversation about it and then it, that it becomes taboo and people don't really understand what it is for some people to actually have sex or make love or however you want to put it because no matter the pace of it the tempo it is what it means to that person or those people that are in the act of it so what happens when that passionate person gives of themselves to someone who didn't realize that there was much more to that person than they even thought. Sometimes they get scared. Sometimes they realize they weren't ready for what they thought they were. And then you shouldering it or using, allowing yourself to be used as a crutch for them to kind of jump back and forth in both worlds, even though there's that understanding there, that's where you end up getting yourself hurt. <laughs> the funny thing is, um, a lot of my inspiration have come during those times where I've written myself out of that space to make myself feel better. I mean, it's been some time before since that happened, but at the same time, you remember those things because that's the foundation of where you are, and you continue to build on that foundation to try to, you know, be a better person, of course, be a stronger person, and then, you know, uh, <laughs> every now and again, we all have that point in life as to where we're like, eh, I don't care either, you don't care, I don't care, let's just do this. You do whatever, you make it happen, but that real person comes out on both ends, whether publicly or privately, and then you end up making the decision or the decisions made for you to just let it all go altogether. So ultimately, um, like when I wrote a lot of the stories in Convergency, um, they were writing away from, some of them were just going inside of my head and understanding different people, my experiences. I'm sure my co-author Lady B felt the same way with the things that she had written. And by the way, of course, uh, you can find Convergency Volume 1. It's the word convergence. Uh, the word C-S-I, the Spanish word for yes, with an exclamation point behind it. Volume 1. Um, I used to tell people to get it from Amazon, but you know, if you want to, that's your thing, that's fine. 
but um, I usually direct people to Lulu, which is where I published it when we first released it. It's coming up on the anniversary this month, and I feel great about it. Um, so much has happened since then as far as writing, as far as business and different things like that. And that's allowed me to take the but weight version of myself and say, all right, go ahead and keep on moving. And that's what I'm trying to encourage other people to do. You know, let things, let people, let places go and not dwell on things that are not trying to attach themselves to you. Move forward, do what you need to do to build yourself. Because if you're that type of person that wants to build others, you can't help build anyone else if you're constantly tearing yourself down or allowing other people to tear you down in the process. You know, even with this podcast, it started at one point. Now look where it is in terms of this particular explanation. Yeah, there's a lot of sensuality. There's a lot of love expressed. There's a lot of frustration. There are even things about, you know, family and, and friends and so on and so forth. But ultimately, it's me saying, but wait, now, why don't I use this gift? Why don't I use this platform and what I possess to help build not only myself, but give of myself and hopefully someone will give, give themselves to me in the sense of us helping each other move forward, helping each other grow. Um, but don't get me wrong. Everything I say is literal and it's figurative. So I will give you this portion of it. That's the more intellectual side. But don't get me wrong. Don't ever get it twisted. Like I said in a recent video, it's still poetic. And the poetic part is the passion passion part does go to all the intellectual stuff but it does always come back around to the sexual the intimate the intercourse the deep diving the sways the knees bent the contortions everything that takes you your body your mind your spirit to that space that you ultimately not only climax intellectually but physically from that sexual impact of however we engage like to express my deepest appreciation for you taking the time to listen to this episode of At The Sound Of My Voice. If you have any questions or feedback, please feel free to leave a voicemail, a comment, or a review. If you're interested in being a guest or advertising with us on At The Sound Of My Voice or any of our social platforms, please email us at channel82 at gmail.com. That's C-H-A-N-N-E-L, the number 8, T-Y, the number 2, at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at at underscore the underscore sound underscore of underscore my underscore voice for even more content and updates. And stay tuned for our merch coming very soon.